0: The unemployment rate is as, as low as it's been in a long, long time. So uh, you're right. We are competing with other communities for people, uh, particularly skilled employees. They can pretty much write their own ticket wherever they want to go. And so housing becomes a very critical aspect of it, as do <clears throat> schools and other amenities within a community that, that people seek out and want in the places they live.
1: I'm Christina Janney with the Hayes Post and Eagle Radio. And I'm speaking with Doug Williams of Grow Hayes about the Hayes housing market on this episode of the Post Podcast.
0: Housing is a is a critical aspect of economic growth, basically, and and uh, that hasn't always been that way. But uh, because we have such a workforce shortage, uh, if we're going to recruit people to our community, housing becomes in- extremely important in doing that, and. Uh, We've seen a little bit of that in the last three or four years. Uh, Obviously, we've had this uh, really uh, robust housing market locally uh, since about 2020. Uh, Even through the pandemic and everything else, the the housing market just raged. And I can tell you that we have seen a slowing of our market in 2023, uh, that things did slow down. That's to be expected with the Fed having raised interest rates and you know, rates having gone from basically three percent up to I think right now they're six and a half, and they've been at high as seven and a half. So when they go up that much, it does make home ownership more expensive, and so we have seen some slowing uh, both in the number of transactions as well as the overall dollar volume. Ironically, the average sales price has continued to rise. So that's representative, I think, of we still have a market where we don't have enough inventory in the market based on the particular price ranges that are, that are really hot. And so uh, we're still struggling with that.
1: Do you have a feel of like how much stock is out there right now?
0: Well, I checked and at, at year end, there were about 70 listings in Hayes. Now that doesn't count Ellis County per se, but it, just in the Hayes market, there are 70. And to give you a comparison in I think 2017 or 16, there were 150 to 160 uh, in 2021, I believe, or 2022, we got down at one month. We were as low as 12 to 15. So we've seen a broad range, but uh, r- based on historical standards, we're still uh, lower than, than we would like, particularly, again, in certain price ranges. You know, we, the, obviously, certain price ranges move faster than others, but in, in the sweet spot, which is probably that 175 to 250 range, Uh, We're still, we're still fairly short of inventory in that range.
1: Okay. And within that price range, what kind of uh, layout are we looking at? Are we, are we looking for people wanting three bedrooms or two or four?
0: Well, typically, you know, the, the, what everybody wants typically in terms of starter homes and that kind of thing are typically a three bedroom, couple of baths, two car garage in many cases very much like what we have out in the tall grass edition. You know, those are three bedroom homes for the most part, two baths, two car garage. Uh, Some have basements, some do not. And they have been priced in that 225 to 235 price range. And they they can't build them fast enough, regardless of interest rate increases and, and those type of things. They just can't keep up with the demand out there. So that is what I would consider the sweet spot of the market.
1: I know during the pandemic and right post-pandemic, there were lots of slowdowns with in terms of not being able to get supplies, not being able to get transformers for the electric, um, and not being able to have, find the framers and so forth to come in and actually do the work. Are we still ha- having problems with that, or is that kind of evened out?
0: It, it's better than it was, but there still are shortages that uh, do occur, and, and we do not have... Uh the subcontractors in our community are, are swamped. They just can't keep up with the demand. And I'm talking about framers. I'm talking about drywall people. I'm talking about electricians, plumbers, those type of people. Uh, they are they are running at full tilt and, and they have trouble finding employees. And so that problem exists. I think what it has done primarily in the housing world, uh, obviously some price increases have occurred because of that, but also... Uh, the, the time it takes to build a home from start to finish has increased and it's, it's difficult to get that done in the time frames that you could have maybe five or ten years ago you know that that stretched out another month or two longer just because of the availability of those subs sometimes the availability of materials whether it be you know last year i think there was a shortage of shower units
1: oh you know, tub okay.
0: shower units and so that holds things up and it also holds up the sheetrocking, rocking perhaps of that area because they can't move on until a particular item is in the house so we continue to fight some of those kind of things but most of it has leveled out and is at least to uh reasonable levels
1: doug do you want to talk a little bit <clears throat> about the housing developments that grow Hayes has been involved with specifically the tall grass edition
0: sure uh you know we've talked about this a fair amount but uh as of now, uh, you know, we started this back in 2021 heart of America is the developer. They're a local not-for-profit historically have been a commercial developer, industrial park developer, but, uh, they, they, uh, purchased some land North of 22nd street to the East of NCK tech. And, uh, the initial development, the initial phase was 36 homes and that built out in a uh, little less than two years. Those are all occupied and, and, uh, People living in them now. Uh, The next phase was 18 lots, which is the next cul-de-sac to the north of the phase one. And there are currently 18 homes under construction. Well, actually, there are 16 homes under construction because two of them have been completed and people are living in them. So there's 16 homes under construction and 13 of those are already sold. And uh, they're at various levels of construction all the way from just a slab on the ground to several of them nearing completion. And then in the spring, we'll start on phase three, which is the lots along Wheatland Drive. Wheatland Drive is the entrance into NCK Tech, and there are 12 lots along there. And we'll start on construction on those 12 lots, the builder will on uh, this coming spring. Uh, And then after that, we are planning to proceed forward with another 40 lots to the north of that development, the existing development, uh, building the same type of homes, you know, that, that 235 price range homes.
1: Well, I think we've talked about phase three is a slightly bigger lot at a slightly uh, higher price point, right?
0: It is those 12 lots because they're larger. uh, We have allowed the uh, sales price to go up to $325,000. So there will be some larger homes in there and, and, uh, you know, perhaps some three-car garages because it is a little wider lot. You can fit a three-car garage on there. Uh, but in phase four, we'll go back to just what we've been doing and maybe even look at a, even uh, greater density in terms of part of it with uh, even homes closer together but with a little bit different concept. Uh, you know, in this day and age, with the cost of development, uh, you can't build 150-foot sprawling lots. It's just too expensive. So uh, density is kind of the way development has to be done now to have any kind of affordability.
1: You kind of alluded to this earlier, but how important is it to have a good housing stock to our uh, job market?
0: Well, it's absolutely, it's a baseline. It's critical. Uh, If you looked at the December unemployment numbers for Ellis County, 1.3%. That means we effectively have no workforce. You know, traditionally, the, the common thinking has been if 3% of the people are going to be out of the workforce for whatever reason, they're unemployable or they've chosen not to work or what have you, uh, or have a difficult time keeping a job when you're down to 1.3%, uh, the, the available employees are, uh, are not many times what you would like to have uh, in terms of reliable employees. So we've got to recruit them to our community and we have a lot to going for us in our community. We have available jobs and and good opportunities, but housing is a critical aspect of that. And whether it be apartments, whether it be single family homes to buy things to rent, you've got to have a decent housing stock. And we have fought that battle for 10 years now in not having a sufficient housing stock to meet the needs of recruiting people to the community, much less uh, trying to obtain some level of growth in our community. So, To answer your question, housing is is really critical. It's a baseline need, and and we've got to stay focused on that if we're going to accomplish anything else.
1: Well, this housing issue is just not unique to to Hayes or the low uh, unemployment rates. When you looked at the December unemployment rates, pretty much the whole Northwest region was at 2% or less. So we're not only just dealing with trying to get people here, but we're competing uh, against other communities in our region to get employees here in Hayes.
0: Absolutely. This is a nationwide, uh, the unemployment rate is as, as low as it's been in a long, long time. So uh, you're right. We are competing with other communities for people, uh, particularly skilled employees. They can pretty much write their own ticket wherever they want to go. And so housing becomes a very critical aspect of it, as do <clears throat> schools and other amenities within a community that, that people seek out and want in places they live.
1: Well, I know we don't have a crystal ball, Doug, but what is the housing market in 2024 look like, do you think?
0: I think we're going to continue to see uh, a, a slight slowing of, of what we have seen in 2023. Uh, interest rates have backed off a little bit, and so that helps. Uh, I think we're going to continue to have shortage in certain price ranges. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, it, it's really the... the up to say three hundred is is very strong. Uh, you get over three hundred to say five to six hundred, it's really slow. And then ironically, some of the higher end homes have continued to sell pretty well. Uh, you're t- talking about six, seven, eight hundred thousand uh, dollars. These homes have continued to sell, so it's it's a little bit of an interesting market. But I, I think we're going to see. I think 2024 will look very much like 2023 did. I don't see any dramatic change in the inventory levels that we have because if if it comes on the market, it's well priced and it's a nice home. It sells, and and that's still what the kind of market we're in.
1: For the Tallgrass edition, has it been new people coming into the community buying, or has it been people shifting into uh, from rentals and buying for the first time, or shifting from another home into these newer homes in Tallgrass?
0: That's a great question. I would say, uh, based on what we've researched about 40% have been first time home buyers, maybe even high as 50%, uh, about 25% have been either upsizers or downsizers, uh, that have either downsized out of a larger home and sold it or upsized out of a, a, a home that doesn't meet their needs any longer. They want something new. And then, uh, <clears throat> about a third have come from people from out of town. So we, we have seen an influx of people into the community that have bought homes in the Tallgrass grass A couple of them have been second homes. They may have college students here or a, a reason to come here quite often. So they've, they've bought those as uh, second homes. There's a you know, one of the, the common urban legends about this development, I guess I'd call it, is... Uh, that it had to be owner occupied and they had to live there. That's not the rule. I mean, if somebody wants to buy it and, and rent it out, we have, we have no restrictions against people doing that. And we have no restrictions against people buying it as a second home or something like that. So uh, we've, we've got a little bit of all flavors out there and it's, it's been a highly successful development.
1: Well, we have about one minute left. Doug, you want to touch basically uh, quickly on the grove,
0: Sure, we're, uh, we're proceeding slowly but surely on the Grove. Uh, we've gone through the platting, annexation, and zoning part. We're now engaging the engineer to design streets and sewer and water systems. Uh, we've we've uh, contracted with the electric company for electric and gas. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, transformers take a long time to get, about a year. So you have to start that process. Earlier we, have done, we did that back in the uh, early fall. And so uh, while it while it doesn't look like much is going on out there, except snow sitting on a big empty uh, tract of land, there's a lot going on behind the scenes and, and come this spring, early summer, you're gonna see a lot of activity out there.
1: When do you think we'll actually see houses going up in that lot?
0: I'd like to think uh, about a year from now.
1: So 2025?
0: Oh, definitely 2025, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm always the eternal optimist and I'd like to think sooner than that, but uh, things don't happen when you'd like, so. but but we're we're plugging away